authors welcome back to another episode my name is daria white and i'm going to do this a little bit differently today because i've already said that i have a writing goal of 2500 words so for those of you that want to participate in that you can look on my twitter page and then if you want to you can respond and say what is your word count goal for the day it could be 3000 some of us want to write 8000 words i haven't gotten there yet so but i am working on it but if you're looking at this title this episode is about imposter syndrome now for those of you that don't know what that is I didn't quite know what it was either until I watched a video with young adult author Kim Chance and she was very vulnerable as she shared in that video which I love that she's so transparent because a lot of us have the misconception that you know writing is easy and then some of us like no like (laughs) uh, you know what you're getting into here but imposter syndrome It's basically feeling like a fraud, and I think it is all um, rooted in insecurity because we may ask ourselves, what do I have to say, whether it's a fictional book or a non-fictional book? We may feel, am I going to be taken seriously? Are people even going to read my material? What are they going to say? I mean, and it's interesting how we can get positive reviews but let someone send one negative message to us through our website let us see one of those one star reviews or god forbid the do not finished review and they're like I just could not like this author like seriously they need to go back to college did you even get your degree in creative writing and I'll answer that question for you no I did not get my degree in creative writing my degree was in healthcare management my plan was to be a doctor you all This was not on my radar at all. I had no intention. I've said this before. I had absolutely no intention of publishing. Writing was supposed to be my hobby, something that I did on the side, something that I kept to myself. It was my safe haven growing up as a kid. It was just something for me to do to take my mind off of things. If something was going on in school, I would just write it down. Not that I was, you know trying to bash anybody I'm not saying that my life was so hard I mean I love my life I love my parents they just celebrated 35 years I love my sisters they're my best friends I love you know my church family so it's not like I did not have love around me but you have to love yourself too and you have to see yourself as you know what I am worth it I do have something to say my voice does matter I don't have to compromise who I am just to please people and sometimes as writers we can feel like okay well this genre seems to be doing well but I don't necessarily write that what if people don't give my book a chance or you may feel like you're lost in the shuffle you know kind of like I mentioned the last time with writer identity that they spoke of at the conference you know you may feel okay I'm writing fantasy but what makes my fantasy so special I mean why should I even put it out there when there's so many other bestsellers out there and they've turned their books into movies and I only have maybe one person that's you know downloaded my book I mean you guys there's so much doubt out there and what doubt does it it kills your dreams that's what it does doubt is a liar fear is a liar so don't feel like you have to compromise your writing in order to to fit in what the crowd wants or what people want now yeah do we all look at the market yes we do look at what's popular yes we do our research and we see what's selling but at the end of the day it's your story and you want to write the story that's close to your heart because readers want to feel the emotion I love how 
best-selling author Bella Andre put it when I watched her interview I watched her interview and she was saying I look to evoke and strike emotions with people from my book cover I want them to feel something when they look at my book cover and then when they open that book I want them to feel something when I write that first line and of course I'm paraphrasing but that's the vision that I'm getting I want people to feel something when they look at my book cover I want you to be like oh my gosh this looks so sweet because that's my genre sweet romance and when you open to the first chapter I want you to feel something I want you to feel and get engaged early on I want to anchor you into the story and pull you into the inciting incident like oh my gosh I gotta figure out what's gonna happen here like that's what we want and that's what we want to do we want to evoke emotion and sometimes that can be hard if we're trying to be like someone else. So my challenge to you all and to myself is to just be yourself. I, that's why I end this podcast with saying, no one can write a book like you. The book is already unique because your name is on it. The book is already unique because you've written the words. The book is already unique because you were brave enough to take that first step and submit it to either you're going the traditional route with traditional publishing or you're taking the independent route and you're doing it yourself the fact that you did it says something because imagine how many people have dreamt about doing this but never did it and there's a quote by les brown l-e-s brown if y'all don't know who he is he's a motivational speaker and sometimes i'll listen to his stuff on youtube i don't listen to it a lot um because I need to be writing (laughs) but because I know social media can get a little distracting so I'm trying to balance my presence with social media but I love how he said that the most expensive place in the world is the graveyard and to hear that you may be thinking how is the graveyard expensive (laughs) I mean wouldn't it be like a high-priced building or a luxury hotel or a, I don't know a yacht I mean why would a graveyard be expensive but he says that the graveyard is expensive because so many dreams have died here so many businesses that could have taken off were never planted so many books that could have been written never got written songs that people wanted to write but never wrote because they didn't think they had what it took um, inventions ideas that people have had but never took that plunge and that leap of faith to do it so do you really want your dream to die with you do you want that desire to leave this earth with you and so when I heard that that got me thinking and it's interesting because we passed a graveyard this past Sunday we were driving to a restaurant and this and the route that we took we ended up passing a cemetery and I looked at that cemetery and I saw the graves that were there and that line from Les Brown came back to mind and I had to tell myself I'm not gonna let it die with me I'm not gonna let it I'm I'm not going to keep it to myself to where maybe it could have helped somebody and yes I know that my writing is on the fictional side so it is mostly for entertainment but you'd be surprised how many people love you know the fiction world I mean hello that's why we're in it we've seen the growth in it especially with self-publishing and that's just within the last 10 years. But the stories, I mean, think think how you would feel if your favorite book was never written. The classics. What if Jane Austen did, you know, put her pen down to write? What if Emily Bronte never wrote a story? What if Oscar Wilde never written anything? What if my favorite, Gaston Leroux, what if he never written it? It's like, wow, what if they didn't do it? So don't let fear stop you. Don't let doubt stop you. Don't let that imposter syndrome Uh, settle in and take over because that's that's what fear does fear is nothing but a liar I believe and I was raised that way I was taught that way fear is nothing but a liar 
and once you face it you realize that you'll take away its power and I like to think of it from this way if you've seen the movie A Beautiful Mind I think it was in the early 2000s I'm thinking maybe 2001 but it was based off of John Nash who was a Nobel Prize winner brilliant mathematician but I love that movie because at the end of the movie he, he does suffer from schizophrenia in the movie. It was depicting his life and how he struggled with things that were real and things that weren't real. But by the time it gets to the end of the movie, he's already won the Nobel Prize. He's, he's older and he still sees these visions, these hallucinations that are talking to him. But as he's walking out, he's getting ready to leave the event with his wife. He sees these three in the corner, the ones that have been talking to him this whole time in a sense haunting him and his wife's like are you okay and he's like yeah I'm fine he chose to ignore them so while your fears may never go away you can choose to give them power by not by you know giving them life and feeding into it or you're like you know what I may feel this fear but I'm gonna do it anyway I may feel like this book may get rejected, but I'm going to hit the send button and send it off and query it anyway. I'm going to send this book to the agent or I'm going to self-publish this to Amazon. I'm going to self-publish here. I'm Hey, I'm going to step out of my comfort zone and reach out to bloggers and ask him for a review in exchange for a free copy of my book. Hey, I'm going to take the plunge and do it. Whatever you have to do to face it, it's, it's still going to be there. It's still going to be there, but you don't have to give it life. So I hope that this was encouraging to all of us that are out here working hard and wanting to make our dreams come true. And just remember, again, if you wrote a book, it is already unique because you wrote it and no one can write a book like you. So I'm going to go get some writing done like Kim Chan says. I look, I, I really like that quote, but I'll talk to you guys later. So God bless. Bye.